That's me on the podcast Sharing a song With something to say about it With Thin Lear And Diagra Moon Losing my opinion I gotta say, I've let you down this week. I've let myself down. I've let my family down. I've let down fans of horror movies and just Halloween nuts everywhere because I messaged you and I said, I want to do multiple Halloween episodes this year. Oh, yeah. And then I just didn't do that. I chose something else. The the month is still young. I know. We, we still got a couple weeks left just, before the big day. Uh, you're, you're a big Halloween fan, huh? Big Halloween guy. I wanted to do more than one. I wanted to make it like a whole thing. But I do promise that next week we will have a killer Halloween episode, pun intended. What do you think about that? I'm shaking in my boots. I, I was going to scare you. Yeah. I, I look forward to it. I, I'm only going to have one this year. Uh, I, I hope ours don't overlap. What did we do last year? Was it John Carpenter? Uh, I talked about John Carpenter, yeah. You talked about The Wicker Man, the the 70s one. All right. That soundtrack, yeah, that was pretty good. We did all right then. Hey, uh, we were talking last week about music in movies, mm-hmm. like montages or sequences in movies where the, the song is very important or prominent. We didn't talk about the big guy. Probably, I guess my question to you, the biggest example of this in cinematic, cinematic history, is it Martin Scorsese? Yeah. Goodfellas, Casino. Just different ways of listening to Gimme Shelter. Different scenes with Gimme Shelter, different actors with Gimme Shelter. And people like lifting their heads up after doing people cocaine. People doing blow, listening to Gimme Shelter. Yeah, yes, no, we, we forgot about that. He's like the king of packing a soundtrack, that guy. Yeah, yeah. good good use of Harry Nielsen. Oh, he knows yeah. how to use a good Harry Nielsen song. Yeah, In multiple instances, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I still think of James Woods as that pimp in Casino. <laughs> Just, he's yeah. he's supposed to be like writing down instructions from De Niro and he's just like, wow, who gives a fuck? Like <laughs> just gyrating his hands. I love that moment. That's an underrated film. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't dislike you know, it's a bit good fellas part two, yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh well this is not a movie podcast, sadly. Unfortunately, I think we'd enjoy ourselves a lot more. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go back to work now. Back to music. Here we go. This is a music podcast. This is, in fact, Barely, losing my weeks. opinion. I am, last week with John Oliver, enjoying indie artist Niagara Moon, a.k.a. Thomas Irwin. The show is back. Shout out to our boy, uh, Mark Kramer. Proud to see uh, that things are back in action there, back in Hollywood. I am a seven-year-old YouTube clip watching indie artist Thin Lear, a.k.a. Matt Longo. Isn't it crazy? Some clips, you look at it, and it's like 15 years ago. yeah. It's crazy. That's scary. I've been, la- I've been watching a wa- I'm watching a lot of uh, YouTube documentaries, like made by just people, um, and sometimes they're like a little janky, hey. but it's it's not bad. You and, know, the jankier the better. Sometimes anything's better than Vice. I'm done with those guys. <laughs> There's a really great series. I've probably brought it up before because I am interested in like four things in life, but the it's called Understanding Lennon and McCartney. And they're like three hours long. There's like six of them. They are incredible. Really? They're, they're incredible. I'm telling you, like I've seen a whole lot of Beatles stuff. This is, it's eye-opening. It really, uh, the, the style, the the content, everything. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I need, I still need like another few years break after. I think you could do it. After Hop Get right Back, back which is great. But 
it's it's like a, eating a huge sundae. It's great going down, and then you're like, ah, oh, I got this in my body again. Like I, I don't need to think about those guys so much more right now. But uh, what, what's it called? I guess I'll check it out. Understanding Lennon McCartney. Okay, yeah, they'll they'll suck me back yeah. in. I'm sure. God damn it. Well, I don't have a spooky theme for today. Did we introduce the show? We did. We very, very plainly at the top. Yeah, we're we're oh, in we it didn't now. Do the surprising What's your, thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, yeah. We didn't explain what it is, but if you're here, you, you got some idea okay. at this point. Or you've already shut it off. I don't care if it's your first episode. We're going to continue. We don't care about you. No. That's kind of what we wanted to say up top. Well, for the folks who have listened to this show, I think they know that we're pretty different people, right? Like our voices may sound disturbingly similar. I think that was one of the mm. things people said. The really? beginning, yeah, people would say they had trouble huh. uh, differentiating our voices, and our tastes often converge. Often. I, I think we've kind of pulled away from that a little bit. Mm. Uh, I'd say we align maybe like 50, 60 percent of the time now, as opposed to just coming on here and agreeing with each other, which was like we are pulling up the weird stuff at this point. Okay, I mean, if you were to just list all the top classic artists, particularly those from the 70s, Nixon Rock, of course, uh, you know, we, we like all the same stuff, but. You get further out, you get into more obscure genres, niches, mm-hmm. subcultures. Yeah, we, we start to branch off. But I'd say there's some key areas in life in which we really have our own preferences. Mm. Uh, today we're going to explore one of those realms that is particularly foreign to you oh, yeah? that I think will make for an interesting discussion. My love of mixed martial arts. I spent years training in jiu-jitsu, karate, spent years grappling and sparring, getting kicked, punched, choked. You taught karate, didn't you? I did. In your teens? For like a decade. Yeah. Wow. It was, and it was a blast. I loved every second of it. And so when watching MMA became a popular pastime, I jumped on that too. And it's funny because my wife, Emily, and you know this, uh, she was the one who kind of brought me back into watching it. So now the two of us just have this like... Love this intense love for watching fights every weekend. We have fully alienated everyone around us. You guys get pumped, yeah. I remember. We get pumped. You saw. You were there. I was there. You you were over to tape the show. You were there for like several hours, and we literally had it on the background and forced you to watch it with us. Fists in the air, raised voices. The the house was shaking at one point. The the house shakes. Yeah, I mean, there are times where like we've almost been asked to leave places because of how animated we get, like bars, and um, it's like our mutual outlet. So anyway, today, I want to bring that world in here. And you might say, how? But Matt, how? But I'm going to introduce you to a facet of it that you may not have known was a thing. So the walkout song, all right? Please don't compare this to our WWE episode. These are very different things. Like wrestlers, they're artists in their own right. They put their bodies on the line. They get battered, like really as physically injured as any professional sport, though it is technically considered professional entertainment. Um... But yeah, I'm not talking down on wrestlers, like a lot of respect for them. But their walkout music is used to kind of introduce like the overarching concept of a character, a scripted character. Cart- they're cartoon characters a lot of the time. It's big. Yeah. It's big. You know, you want to get the feel of it. There's not a, there's not a lot of nuanced characters. Like it's going to be a huge song to accompany a huge personality. Walkout music for professional fights has many different kinds of purposes. Mm. Like some fighters, they use their walkout music to pump themselves up or the crowd up. Some of it, you, they, you, some of them use it to intimidate opponents. Some of them just use it for fun or kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way. That's really all over the place. But what I want to do today is I'm going to present you with fighters' walkout songs, and I want you to imagine that you yourself, Thomas, 
are standing in that octagon, mm. waiting for your opponent to come out. And then this music comes on. I want you to put yourself in that place and I want you to rank the quality of these songs Ooh. in terms of how it's making you feel withered as an opponent. Like that you do not want to see who's about to step out behind that curtain. Um, and then actually I'd like to end by hearing your top choices oh, for what shit. your walkout music would be. Oh, man. Um, as I fully expect that after this episode, you'll start training to become a professional MMA fighter. You got it. All right. So are you ready for this? I, I'm excited. This is fun. I, so like, is it is the walkout song required? Like, does anybody just pass on that? Yeah, you, you can't just walk out to and nothing. Like, I, you have to pick it or you or your coach or whoever, you don't. Right? You don't have to. When you pass on it, they end up choosing like Rihanna or something oh, okay. for you. Like they'll, right. they'll pick something that's like in the top 10 of the billboard. Like they'll so just give you some big stuff. So it's clear when somebody didn't give a fuck versus like it means something to them. It's very clear. Okay. Yeah, you'll know. Yeah, someone's walking out to like Umbrella or whatever, like, you know, that they just left it up to the UFC sure. to, yeah. Um, I want to start Dark. It's a, a band called The Bolt Thrower and the song is called The Fourth Crusade. Okay. And I think you're going to like this. This is kind of, this is a great example of walkout song for the purpose of intimidation. I think we're in that realm here with this one. This is a, a fighter named Josh Barnett, who uh, was a heavyweight. He fought for many, many years. I think he's retired now. This is a killer walkout tune. So Bolt Thrower, The Ninth Crusade. I'm guessing this is metal uh, the based the on the fourth, album fourth cover. Crusade. The Fourth Crusade. We didn't get, we didn't get to the Ninth I don't know how to read fucking Roman numerals. Uh, yeah, this looks like it's going to be pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah the, there's like a painting on the cover. Yeah. From Earache Catalog. Love that label. Let's celebrate that whole catalog. <laughs> All right. So you're in there. You're in the octagon. You're stretching your hammies out. Crowd's cheering. They're like, what's this guy doing with his piano necktie in this octagon? Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what I would expect. Yeah. So far. It's heavy. Would you be nervous if this started playing when... I'm shitting my pants no matter what music is playing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, it doesn't matter, then. I'm Peter Parker without Spider-Man powers. You're going nowhere. I am going nowhere. I yeah, this would make me jump over the side of the cage. Yeah. That's tight. You, do you listen to this kind of music just for fun? Uh, occasionally. Yes, that's... Occasionally. I, I, I don't touch this. I don't have anything against it, but I don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. It's not for me. Yeah. I mean, you got to be in a certain mood, I, I think. All right. You get the feel for that one. Sure. Let's change it up a little. Let's listen to, and again, I want you to, I know you've heard some of these songs before, but I want you to listen to them in the context of what we're talking about. Land Down Under. Men at Work. <laughs> 
See that where the ones that are kind of unusual or maybe a little mm -hmm. ironic, you know, maybe there's some sort of twisted thing going there. That's more intimidating to me than just like, you know, you expect death metal, something brutal sounding, but when you kind of sure land down under that, I don't know, is, is the uh, fighter in question Australian? Of course, yeah. So this is the walkout music of a fighter named uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, right. who's the current featherweight champion in the UFC. He's, a, he's an Australian fighter. He's probably the best fighter around, pound for pound, right now. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like when when it comes on, like this is a this is a fun song, really well written song. I, I love Colin Hay. I love his songwriting. Mm. Um, but it's like a, you know, it's a little goofy. But in this context, it's like. There's something uh, somewhat menacing about it. I think it's what you're talking about. I haven't heard it in forever, so this this will feel pretty fresh to me, I think, revisiting it now. Uh, the top comment on YouTube is, the song was so popular, they made a whole country based off of it. That's good. Yeah. That's a good comment. Classic. All right, Men at Work, Down Under. Are they the guys that did the safety dance, or is that something else? No. Okay. No. That's that one would not be menacing. I think that's men without hats. Okay. Yeah, these are men working. I'm not sure if they have hats on. I don't say. Traveling in a fight on a Instant classic. Yeah, that's a great song. I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. Breakfast. She said, Do you come from a land down under? This video is great. Oh, when I go and can't you hear that thunder? I mean, this is a perfect pop song. Yes. The people in this video totally look like they could have been millennials in 2014. <laughs> Yeah, this is because the person who picked this is going to fucking tear you apart. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, they're a warrior and a gentleman. They have both right. things going on. Right, they have like a little bit of sense of humor. Yeah. They're going to kill you. He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Okay. Great song. It's a great song. Great song. Okay, we're going to go in another direction now. Another direction. Again, same sort of thing where it's like a song that I don't know if it has the same menace outside of the context of this scenario. Sure. But um, James Brown, the boss. Oh, the hardest working guy in show business. Hardest working man in show business, yeah. We have the men without hats, we have the men at work, and then we have the hardest working man in show business, the boss. So Is he the boss? Uh, I thought Bruce was the I boss. think the boss is Springsteen, but there is he has a song called The Boss. Oh, I don't know this is a great song. I think you do. I think you do. Yeah, this is the walkout music of a fighter named Dustin Poirier. Probably my one of my favorite fighters. Dude's amazing. This music perfectly exemplifies his whole mentality. Um, but I want to know what, what you think as an opponent hearing this music. There's something like simmering about it. Wh which song? Uh, the Boss. Oh, it's called James The Brown. Boss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, James Brown does do simmering. Like anything, the, the payback. A lot of stuff from mm -hmm. that album. He's he's mad. That's a great record. How do I not know this, James? Maybe I do. We'll see. If I it, think you do. Okay. I think when you'll hear when you hear it, hear the lyrics. I think you'll be like, yeah. Oh, this is another one from a black exploitation movie. Okay, Black Caesar, seventy two, seventy three, somewhere around then. Great, great era. 
mm-hmm. for Mr. Brown. Now, does the fighter know karate or does he only know karezi? I think he probably knows both. One, two, get down. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Paid the cost to be the boss. Paid the cost to be the boss. This is the scariest I one so far, yeah. <laughs> this guy has ties to the mob, maybe. Like, it's Nobody a whole thing. You're, you're not leaving yeah. alive. See a bad it's also like swagger to it, you know? Look at me! It's like, I, I barely even see? see you. I'm going to step in this ring, yeah. finish you in three minutes, and I'm on with my day. Like, you're going to get knocked out in like a cool way. Like, it's not just going to be painful. Like, he's going to look great while he does it. <laughs> Chris Tucker is going to shout over you as you uh, come to. Look at me! Know what to see? That's great. This is a great one. This is one of his best. I can't believe I forgot this one. Shit. Yeah, that's this one's intimidating. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Good stuff. That's a great song. All right. We're going to close on a song that's like a pretty partisan example. This is a fighter from Long Island. So, you know. I have to represent my culture here. Uh, and it's a straightforward song. It's this guy, Chris Weidman. This song is clearly a pump-up song for him. Like, you can tell it's like a mantra for as he's walking out that he's, he's, he's saying this to himself. It's Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. It's, like, very literal. But I think in the context of what we're talking about, it, it really works. Like, it's, it's, it's somewhat uh, inspirational, I think, when you think about being in there mm. or walking out. I'm not a huge Tom Petty fan. I mean, this song is definitely really catchy. I don't have anything against it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'll think differently when we re-listen to it in a second. But I don't. It doesn't have a menacing or intimidating vibe at all, and it doesn't no, have like the is, accidentally ironic thing either. No, no. This is more about like you're trying to pump yourself up. Yeah, I wasn't a huge Tom Petty guy either. You know, I like some of the big hits, but I. Watch this documentary on the making of the record Wildflowers, mm. which is free on YouTube. Uh, and it kind of changed my mind about that record. Like I started listening to that album and, and really, really liking it. Is that the one uh, Jeff Lynn produced? No, that's Full Moon Fever. Okay. That was the one I think right before this record. Mm. Um, this one I think was produced by Rick Rubin, I believe. All right. Won't Back Down, 1989. This is this is from Full Moon Fever. This is Jeff Lynn produced this song. You can hear it. Mm. You hear those those uh, cheese grater acoustics yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's too calm. You, you think it's too chill? It's like innocent. Is that Ringo on drums? Okay. It is. <laughs> yeah. Is that Harrison on the fucking? Guitar over there. <laughs> I don't think they played on this record. I don't know what's in the video. You don't like this song, though? I, it's, it's fine. It's a great pop song. I'm not going to say it's a bad song. It's catchy as hell, obviously. Oh, yeah. No, this is great. So you're not a fan of this one as a walkout tune, though? 
it's too like it's the dawn thing. I don't know. It feels like something a school teacher would use, and it has a dad vibe. Or something. Okay. It's too wholesome for this okay. context. Okay. That's just uh, soothing more than anything else. Okay. Um, do you have a Do you have a pick yet for what your walkout music would what be? I would pick. Yeah. Oh well. All right. How about Born Under Punches? <laughs> Oh my god, you're gonna go back to that? You're gonna confuse them with polyrhythms? Take a look at these hands! That's too good. Yeah, I'm going with Born Under Punches. <laughs> Man speaks. That's a good one. Well, I'm a tumbler. Yeah, it's got the MMA thing going on. Yeah, they'd, they'd I'm be. Too uh, thin. <laughs> they'd be like, you're telling them you came in underweight yeah, for the fight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I would go with maybe Imagine to make them oh. less, ag- less aggressive towards me. And just kind of wanting <laughs> wanting harmony. Oh, you would get extra beat up if you picked that. <laughs> it's a great song, but that yeah, that's too on the nose. There's a Simpsons episode where Homer walks out to Why Can't We Be Friends? Oh, that's solid. That has an ironic <laughs> thing down perfect. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. You know, no, my actual walkout song would be a song by Mastodon called Blood and Thunder. It kind of sounds like the first song. I'm sure it does. But it's just like real heavy. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like it. But yeah, we got to talk about Mastodon at some point on this podcast. But Make sure to bring a guest. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to contribute to the conversation. who enjoys listening to the yeah. music. Uh, you'd be like, oh, that had double bass. All right. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we had this. Uh, we took this journey through MMA. There's one other song I wanted to play you. Sure. It was actually time. written for uh, the the... I was going to say the artist, the fighter. Uh, There's a fighter named Brandon Moreno. He's a Mexican fighter. He's actually, ah. I think he was the first Mexican UFC champion. Um, and this song was written expressly for him. His nickname is The Assassin Baby. So this is El Corrido del Bebe Asesino, or whatever. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll roll with that pronunciation. Uh, so I assume that translates to Assassin Baby. Sure. And I, I love it. Uh, it's like an epic Mexican tune. And it, it represents him well. But yeah, we don't. there's not a ton of songs that are like written for the fighter. That's that's a rare so thing. This is like a song that his team commissioned? Or did he like write the lyrics himself or something or what? No, 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 no. It's not like Shawn Michaels in the WWE singing his, singing his own song. This is, uh, no, I, I think that they were just inspired by him. Yeah, I think it's, you know, a, a musician fan was like, I'm going to do this. For, for this fighter. All right. Really busy too, but oh that, no, this is that this is the style. Yeah. Yeah. This has got character, yeah. Mm. It's instrumental? Uh no, the vocals kick in. You sure about that? Entrevistas <laughs> 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 UFC sandals on. 
Yeah. I mean, you, if you hear this, uh, you're you're about to die. You know, if you're, sta- <laughs> you're standing in there yeah. and you hear Killed this by a baby. style of music, uh, you're about to get beat up pretty badly. Now, that's the way to do it is you commission your own theme song. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Who can we ask to commission fight songs for us? Mm. Who do you think would do a good job for you? I'll have to think on that. I'm sure there's somebody out there. Maybe a past guest we've had. Matt Farley, maybe? Matt Farley, yes. That is the fight song guy. <laughs> he's, he's your go-to. He'll write it for you that afternoon. <laughs> He'll write six of them. Uh-huh. No, that's a great answer. Wait, what's what's going on in the world of UFC these days? Are there any big upsets, or is it pretty quiet right now? Oh, there's been all upsets. Yeah, most of the champions have lost their titles this year to to uh, big underdogs. So it's an exciting time to be a bloodthirsty MMA fan. Oh shit! Next time you come by to record an episode, we'll watch together. Oh yeah, and we'll try to get you into it. Let's do it. Uh, last time, did you enjoy it at uh, all? Yeah, you it's, seem, I mean, like you kind of didn't hate you, it. You can't not feel like you see footage of two people going at each other like that. Like you can't not mm-hmm. find that compelling. <laughs> like it's pretty sure. vicious. Uh, yeah, you know, I just don't have access. That's what to we try it to recre- recreate for people's ears. On this it's, podcast, it's MMA of the minds. This is MMA of the minds. Oh, God. That's our tag. That's oh, our next ad. God. Losing my opinion. MMA of the mind. Oh, God. Yep. Gross. Yes. You landed on it. Uh, what have you been listening to this week? Losing my opinion. Well, Matthew, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this this week's going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun, I think. We're going to play a game. It's a real change of pace. Yes. Real change of pace. Change of pace. <laughs> Not talking about any more UK edge lords, fucking Van Morrison or... Morrissey. UK Edge Lords. Yeah, Morrissey and Van. Yeah, we we had a, uh, a theme going for a while. A UK Edge Lords series. Yeah. yeah. No, this is gonna be. This is gonna go down smooth. Can't wait. Uh, this is very interactive today. This is gonna require a lot of uh, imagination, dare I say, creativity on your part. Oh boy. Okay. So we haven't quite touched on the topic of video game music yet. We haven't. I feel like we did. No. Maybe I just don't understand what like, you meant like Weezer songs that use the sound template for Mario 64, but that doesn't quite count. I see. Okay. I mean, the real, the video game music connoisseurs you'll find on the uh, Get Played podcast, one of my favorite shows. But uh, it is time for me to finally discuss with you music from The Legend of Zelda, particularly Breath of the Wild. Okay. I know a little bit about this. You do. I don't know about. I don't know. Well, don't get too excited. <laughs> I I don't know about Breath of the Wild, but I know about uh, Ocarina or however you say Ocarina. that of time. Of time, yeah. I know that music, and that's good. That music sounds great. Very um, moving. I haven't played that game, but obviously it's a classic, and the music cues I have heard from that game are very excellent and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have only played modern Zelda. I've only Whoa. played Zelda on the Switch. I didn't have any Nintendo system. I mean, unless you count the Game Boy. I didn't have anything for the home console until uh, during quarantine when my wife, Wayne, oh, insisted wow. we get a Switch to play from Mario Kart Good and stuff. Call. Yeah, Good call. Yeah, so it's, you know, I, I don't want to get like, I'm not a super gamer. I'll play the occasional computer game, but I don't want to get like really into it and lose all my free time. Mm. You're not going to find me playing a PlayStation 5 or whatever. 
But I have spent quite a bunch of time playing Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom, which is kind of just Breath of the Wild Part Breath 2. Breath of the Wild Part 2. Everyone tells me I should... When I, so this is my thing. Whenever I ask folks, like, I, I do want to get into a game because it's been, you know, a couple decades now since I got into one. So, uh, and I always ask, can I... I want something that's, like, vaguely peaceful, that's, like, long, you just kind of get lost in, almost like a novelistic game. Yeah. People always point me in this direction of this game. And I can understand because I remember the old Zelda. Yeah. So like I get how it could be, but I've never obviously played it. It certainly is all those things, but you don't have the Daddy's busy. We've had episodes you know, named after well, this phenomenon. I, even if it's if it's something that's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes uh, a few nights a week, or you not you can't do it like you that. It could, has to be I guess. all encompassing. I don't know. I, I tend to play for like forty five minutes, even to an hour at a time. Uh, okay. maybe, maybe, maybe what you do is you wait for Alma to grow up a little bit more and then you can play some of the like baby easy Nintendo games together. Like, uh, uh one of the Yoshi games or one of the Kirby games. Maybe by the time I get around to this, it's going to be like a whole, no- I'm going to have to use like goggles or who knows no, where we'll be at no, at that point. It's Nintendo. They know it's babies and tired parents. That's half their audience. They, they'll, okay. they'll, they have you covered. Don't worry. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's a great game. Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, it's still modern Zelda, so I, I've sunk a lot of hours into it. But what makes it great? So many things that, you know, we don't really have time to go into on the show necessarily. But the music, ah, the music. Like I said, I haven't played that many games really, especially on TVs. Uh, so with that ignorance, I'm going to go ahead and say the soundtrack for Breath of the Wild and by extension, Tears of the Kingdom, best video game music of all time. If you consider the scope, just how many different themes there are for how many different situations, obviously the game itself is sprawling. You can spend 200 hours and only see half of it. Mm. Like, Whoa. oh, the music is so good. The music is a big part of the satisfaction, the, just the fun and joy of, of playing the game. And uh, it's time we, we talked about it on this year's show, I figured. Do you think you're going to get blowback for saying it's the best I'm sure. Soundtrack? But or, or is I, it... I say that with uh, the encouragement for people to tell me what is, what's, if you consider the scope, how many songs, how many different moods and varieties of, if, if, if another game has music that comes closer, surpasses, tell me about it. I'll, I'll check out that soundtrack. But for my money right now, it's a fucking, it's, it's tops. And uh, just to get some, some more info out of the way here, Koji Kondo is like the OG soundtrack guy for Zelda, and he wrote the main theme. Da, 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 yeah, that one, whatever that song's okay. called. But he didn't do so much for the score for these modern titles. It's a, a okay. team of Manaka Kataoka, Yasuaki Iwata, and Hajime Wakai, fucking all-timers. Hmm. So that said, uh, so you don't know anything about modern Zelda. That is, that's correct. Nope. Yeah. Great. That that's what I wanted because, as I said earlier, we're playing a game today. Okay. Uh, what we're going to do? I have several themes, several snippets from the score lined up here for today, and you're going to hear them, but you're not going to have any context. You don't, I'm not going to tell you the title. I'm not going to tell you when or where this plays. What I want you to do is guess the environment, the context. Yeah. The what? What? In what? state of the game does this song come up wow so i want you to imagine uh come up come up with some ideas about yeah the environment that you would hear the song in uh what or who is around you 
you know, what are you doing? Okay. Yeah. Are you fighting? Are you cooking? Um, you know, what's going on? What kind of situation are you in? Okay. And see, see if you get close to the, the reality with any of these, uh, these tracks I've picked today. I'm ready. Do you feel like they are, um, particularly evocative of their circumstances? Is that why you, you feel like I'm going to have an easy time? It's impossible for me to say, cause I've only heard these in context. Like I, I, sure. you know, I can't come at it from your vantage point, but all I can say is they do perfectly fit in my mind, the situation that you do hear them in. It's like, I can't okay. imagine this being any other kind of music. And for people who don't know 100%, so Zelda, Breath of the Wild, or Tears of the Kingdom, it's fantasy, it's kind of medieval feeling fantasy. You know, there's magic, mm-hmm. all kinds of monsters, there's dragons, there's goblins, giants, there's... Standard fantasy. Fair. Standard fantasy stuff, pretty much, yeah. So, you know, you can sort of tie it into that. But... Yeah, if you want, we can just get uh, cracking with my first choice. Yeah, let's dive right in. All right. Uh, I'm excited to hear this. I know there's a level of quality that comes with this franchise. It's so good. I mean, they've kind of always been one of the best games for any of the systems up to this point is these games. Yeah, it's it's state-of-the-art stuff. I've heard these songs so many fucking times, and they don't get old. And it's even like hearing them on these headphones listening with you in a moment, like that's going to be fresh for me too. So I'm just as excited here. All right. So we're going to start with this, this first tune. Would it be like a bucket list situation for you to do the, like soundtracking on a game of this quality? Uh, I mean, that'd be pretty fucking fun. Yeah. (laughs) All right, here we go. First choice, Hmm. first choice. This is luxurious. Mm. (laughs) Irish pipes. So what do you think? Where are we? What what kind of stuff's happening? It's idyllic. Maybe it's green. Maybe it's you know his home or something like that. It's you know we're in we're in a safe territory here that's expansive and maybe lush. Yeah, what what kind of uh, people or creatures are around us? Oh, maybe some friendly elves. Yeah, some kind elves. Some of those little, uh, those like Ewok characters from the uh, the old games. I don't know where they're at in the in the universe of Zelda, but I don't. I can't even imagine what that's a reference to. There's a <laughs> talking about there. There are these little Ewok guys that they that's used to Star have in the Wars, series. Man. No, no, they're not called Ewoks, but they look uh-huh. like Ewoks. All right, well, you pretty much nailed it. So that's the theme from Hateno Village, which is indeed one of the safest feeling places in the world. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like European themed, you know, in the middle of like a town square or whatever. There's like rolling hills and a bunch of different buildings and they 
they kind of look German or Swiss, and you're like right. So it's near like a it. Miyazaki game. Oh yeah, well they ripped off Miyazaki wholesale. <laughs> you, oh, games. you think so? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's a good guy to rip off if you're going to rip off anybody. Yes. Oh, it totally works. But Castle in the Sky in particular, it's like Jesus. They just copy these mm-hmm. character designs. But you, you're by like this, you know, wintry mountain range, and there's a lot of livestock around you, mm. uh, sheep and cows. You hear clucking of chickens and um, yes, the people are pretty elf-like, so you, you pretty that sounds pretty much lovely. That's, that's the kind of game I want to play. You know, at this point in my life, sure. uh, I don't want to play like a Resident Evil situation. <laughs> I, I just I need things to be peaceful. It gets a little scary though, too. It's it's not. I can avoid those sure. areas. Ganon's going to come for you though. Oh, yeah, he's always hanging around. Um, yeah, so you pretty much nailed that one. Uh, Hot Tano okay. Village theme. That's what that was all about. Okay. All right, on to number two. Dun. Real, like, nice low end to that. I can't even tell anymore the quality of the instrumentation, if if some of it is live instrumentation or if it's all synth. No, there's a lot of piano, like real piano on the soundtrack, very Joe Hisaishi feeling. Interesting. Uh, It's it's real instruments, like, for the most part, I think. Yeah, it's Mostly it's an orchestra or, like, synthesizers, yeah. Right, but the depth of it is just uh, not what I'm used to (laughs) when I hear, uh, you know. It's better than Final Fight, is what I'll say. Double Dragon. God, those fucking old man games you have at your house. You're, you're stuck like 35 <laughs> years in the past. <laughs> and my, my poor child is stuck there too, because these are the games that she knows. Uh, uh, no wonder she wants to watch Garbage Truck for the hundredth uh, time in a row. <laughs> oh, God. I have the games that they would have like at, in an arcade style outside of a Pizza Hut. Like Those, like, <laughs> those are the games that I own. All right, moving on to my second pick here. Let's see what you think. That's good. Yeah, it is. These are like arrangements. Yeah, they fucking are. I'd say this is a a precarious situation. Hmm. Not necessarily like full on battle. Yeah. But like you got to keep your eyes open. Okay. What what's the environment? Where are we? Some somewhere precarious, you know, we're talking about like next to like a large body of water or like up in the clouds or on a mountain top, like somewhere where if you if you're not paying attention, you're going to you're going to get hurt. But it's still epic. All right, you're sort of right on this one. You got it. You got the spirit of it. So, this is, uh, I guess this, what, is, that, uh... th- this is the only theme I'm playing today that's not also in Tears of the Kingdom. This is the shrine theme from Breath of the Wild. So, a big part of the game is you keep uncovering these shrines, which are like mini temples that you have to go into, and you complete sort of like a mini puzzle so that you can eventually get stronger. 
Um, okay. So this is what you hear when you're inside one of those. As we all do yeah, in our lives. Naturally. Yeah. It's very high ceilings, but otherwise it's kind of a, an enclosed space and you face different challenges and t- sometimes hmm. robots. And it is uh, often easy to like fall off the edge uh, into the abyss. So you did get it's the like precarious. It's like a stressful church. Yeah. You nailed the uh, precarious quality. That's totally what's okay. going on there. But it's it's wow. very much like the most kind of puzzle-solving e part of the game. Mm. So you got to really use your noggin. Intellectual. Yeah, see, already that's sort of taken me out of why I would want to yeah, play Yeah, that's what I mean. It's 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 a little more in-depth. I don't want to solve puzzles. I think you're more of an Animal Crossing guy. What is that? I haven't played it, but apparently you're just on an island and there's a bunch of cute animals and you can just fish yeah, just and chill. Yeah, just Yeah, I think you're, you're a hangout build stuff. Animal Crossing dude. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that might might be more up your sleeve. Yeah, up your sleeve, up your alley, up my sleeve, <laughs> up my alley. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe check that one out. Um, all right, moving on to third pick. Uh, this is a bit shorter. This one's a little more condensed, but okay. we'll see what you think of this one. This is where he gets his gallbladder removed. <laughs> what? <laughs> So what kind of situation? What's going on here? Oh, sounds like he's about he's about to enter. Well, that was kind of a positive ending. I don't know. That that was more ambiguous. Uh, maybe he's about to enter a potentially dark situation, like you're on the precipice of one thing mm. leading into another. Like you're safe now, but if you make this decision, you know you're putting yourself in danger. Right. Like you're about to. You, like there's two paths in a mm. forest, kind of a thing. That, that situation. So here's the thing. Uh, that song is not from Breath of the Wild. That is a uh, Niagara Moon original. Oh. <laughs> That's a little tune uh, I whipped up a couple of years ago when I was inspired by uh, Breath of the Wild in my initial playthrough. Uh, and I actually, I called that one Hayashi, which means forest. So I didn't know we were, you were plugging your own <laughs> material. I tricked here. you. So you didn't, nothing seemed to skew there, huh? You, you bought it? No, that, that, that right. fits in well with what I've heard. I thought it was from this game. Video game creators uh, hit hit old Niagara Moon up. I I have become increased. <laughs> when I asked you before, is this on your bucket list? You're like, I don't know. Yeah, you're all well, coy, I had to surprise like, you. Really, this whole podcast has been leading to this moment of you making a pitch. Hey, you bought it. That's all I'm going to say. I did. Uh, yeah, if you're out there and you're working on a video game, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I might be dipping my toes in the waters. Yeah, I. Uh, after I finish this this current album I'm working on, I want to I want to check out that video game music scene a little more. But mm. that's that. That's a brief distraction. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the game for real now. Uh, I got my next theme ready here. No no tricks this time. Okay. You just keep doing it over and over again. Actually.
What are we thinking for this one? Um. Well, now I'm confused. Like a stressful dance-off? You think you're dancing in this? Yeah, he comes in contact with a forest creature that demands that he dance faster <laughs> than him. Does that happen in the game? Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident in that. Okay. Uh, so that is the stone talus theme. So what that is... Well, you're sort of right in that you encounter a creature in the woods, but it doesn't want you to dance. It's fighting you. This is a battle theme. Uh, okay. You're battling the stone talus. Well, which, I meant dance battle was what I meant. Well, you're say. not battling him. You're trying to... Sh he's a, just a big rock being, like he's like a few rocks sort of coming together in a humanoid shape. Okay. And he's fighting you. He's got like a rock on top of his head that's sensitive and you got to do enough damage to that part of him. Don't we all? Yeah. We all have that. <laughs> uh, so you got to fight the stone talus and that's the theme that plays while you're doing so. You're just fighting a rock on top of a rock. I see. Uh, arrows are best. I recommend bomb arrows specifically if you can get those. Okay. Yeah. This is the... Uh... I can't even remember this the magazine Nintendo, I used to get. This is Nintendo, Nintendo Power uh, Special Nintendo Tips Power. from yours truly. This is the, the, yeah, we've always thought of ourselves as the Nintendo Power of music podcasts. So yeah, so, so that that was a battle theme. Battle battle themes are are big in this game. There's a lot of different. I can uh, imagine. Creatures yeah, there's a lot encounter. of epic battles. Of yeah. what I remember. Yeah, so you'll find a stone talus once in a while. But that was that one. Uh, we ready okay. to move on? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was my least favorite. Of the group. I didn't love that one. Wow. It was too whimsical. Like, wah, wah, I'm wah, glad Release Favorite wasn't the Nanaya Grimoon one. No, I like, the, I like that better than that Ooh. one. I'm better First than two were all you pretty solid. Nintendo fuckers over there. All right. Yep. Here we that's go. For, that's, that's the case we're making today. <laughs> uh, here we go. Next one coming up. Now, I will say, this won't be a spoiler for you. I think this theme originates from the NES game. And I think it's just, obviously, oh, the arrangement okay. is new. But I believe this is one of the, the old school themes. I very easily could be wrong on that. Well, if it's several decades old, I will know it. I think this could be a Koji Kondo composition here. Yeah. Yes. Do you know this one? Yeah, this is the music of... Like the fairies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're not a total Luddite. All right. Well, scratch that then. <laughs> total loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We won't do that one. We'll do one that you don't know. I, I had a backup. Okay. Oh, all right. Wow. All right. Two, two more okay. to go. I'm going to play the second to last now. Sure. jungle of some kind, you're being chased. They're not fucking around with that brass arrangement, I'll tell you what. No. I can't, I honestly can't tell what is real instrumentation and what's not. So what's chasing you, huh? Uh, some sort of leopard man. Leopard man? Half man, half leopard. Is that happening again? 
I like your imagination. Like that could easily be a, a Zelda character. <laughs> all right, that's all you got. That's all I got. All right, Leopard Man. So that is the Hinox battle theme. A uh, Hinox is a giant troll with one eyeball. Whoa! That's basically what that is. And you you can encounter them in all sorts of different areas. Uh, not okay. Just kind of like the Talus too. You could you could find them. You know, in in different climates, in different environments, they're kind of all over. And he's not your friend. No, he's sleeping. The whole thing is when you because this whole game is just what the fuck is that? What's going on? Like I, it just no hand holding, no explanation. You just discover like shit. Sounds like life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it's so good. Uh, but you just like discover something. You're like, what is this? What am I seeing right now? And the thing about the giant, the Hinox, is it's just taking a nap. It's not bothering oh, so anybody. You, you disturb it. So you walk up to it upset. like, oh, is this like a friend I can talk to? And then he gets up and he starts lumbering towards you and you're like, I don't think he's going to be gentle with me. So then you shoot mm. him in his eyeball and he collapses oh, and holds his geez. eyeball and then you fuck him, whap him with your sword until he vanishes oh into black vapor. And then you so take you his murder shit. murder him. Yeah. You murder him and take his, his shit belongings. When he was just taking a nap. Yeah. All he was doing was sleeping. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. It's like GTA. But then, like, after you kill him, you re- he has, like, a bunch of, like, soldiers' weapons inside his stomach, so you can assume that he, he ate sure. some people before yeah. that nap, yeah. All right. So he's not, he's not blameless here. He's not no. exactly – he's no angel. But you are the aggressor uh, in these situations, okay. yeah. But, yeah, sure. just remember, kids, shoot for the eyeball. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that was that. All right. We, we ready for the last one here? Yeah. Lay it on me. All right. This might be my favorite. I might have saved okay. the best for last. This one, like, kind of scared me a little bit when I first heard it. Again, you're like, you keep just going to places where you're like, wait, how big is, where am I? Like, oh, this is that level of dangerous? Like, oh, there's a trap door? Like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, this is definitely one of those cool late at night hairs standing on the, the back of your head. Mm. Uh, classic COVID quarantine moments for me here, uh, here in the song for the first classic time. Classic COVID, yeah. Oh, I love this. It's Philip Glass. Music for 18 gamers. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what's going on? Where are we? Oh, jeez. I think it's nighttime. Mm. I think it's a starry, starry sky. You're in a castle or something. You're on top of a castle. Maybe you're searching for something. Mm. It's tense, though. There's some danger. Mm. Mm. Yeah, those bones, bones shaking. It's, yeah. It's like a cemetery or something. You're you're pretty good with this one. You're you're not too far off. This is well, I guess it's a theme for a couple of places, but I know it as the labyrinth theme. You're in mm-hmm. a labyrinth. You're in these very narrow hallways with extremely tall walls, and you don't know what's around the corner. And you are looking for the way out, or you're looking for a shrine. You're looking for mm. some some lost weapon. It, I guess it also plays in the uh, 
what the fuck is it called? The Lost Forest, the Dark Forest, like some other sure. spooky kind of maze-like environment. But yeah, you're you're trying to find your way to treasure, your way out, and you're just kind of desperately running around. And oh, there's a fucking guardian robot, and it's gonna blast your sword to bits. And yeah, so I think you nailed that naturally. All right, I did all right. Yeah, so was, you know, sixty percent. You did damn on well. Target. I will pass yeah. you, but uh, great. Yeah, you'll pass. You'll you'll graduate. Okay. Don't worry. Great. No summer classes for me. Uh, so I, 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 from all these descriptions and the music I'm hearing, I do feel like I would really enjoy this, even if I could play it for 15 minutes at a clip. Don't you're, you see the the problem is you might start losing sleep because you'd be like, oh, but I got to get the treasure. Oh, but to get the treasure, I got to go over here. But if yeah. I go over here, I got to do this thing. Oh, I got to go to the the prayer statue. I, it's it's gonna suck you in if you're not careful. Can I just ride around? And you look can, at but shit's just going to kill you. CGI things. Absolutely could do that, uh, but you're going to get your ass kicked. But, but you might get pretty far if you get on mm-hmm. a horse. You you can ride horses. That sounds nice. So that's that's my uh, my Zelda <laughs> presentation for you. It's got great music. It really um, does. How do you, how do you feel about my argument that you know it could be the greatest soundtrack? Of- I don't know. No, it's not the best of all time. I, there are games I've played. That honor where goes to Double Dragon or whatever. No, no, NES D- Double Dragon. Actually, there's me. a couple of good songs in Double Dragon. I'll say, uh, for me, the best soundtrack overall is probably Donkey Kong for SNES. It's really good. The aquatic theme. The aquatic theme is, is like is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, that's like the Hey Jude of <laughs> video game music. <laughs> It's all jazzy. That, yeah, that's that sounds all right. But really, it's it's the um, between Donkey Kong one and two. There are some tear jerkers. You know, if you want if you you want to talk about Bramble Blast from Donkey <laughs> Kong two, come on. I'll have to revisit that one. I'll cry right now just thinking about that song. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I I'm not mad at that retort. I, I can sit pretty well with that. <laughs> Uh, uh, I feel like we learned a lot about each other today. We both kind of independently brought in passion projects today. <laughs> trying to bring the other person a little bit into our world. I feel like we each extended an olive branch. Finn Lear is trying to get into the MMA music game, Niagara mm-hmm. with the video game stuff. Yeah. yeah, I want fighters to commission Thin Lear to write walkout music <laughs> for them. Just Baroque indie folk songs See, the trick is you make them cry yeah 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 yeah. really just bring everybody down as you're walking out get them weepy mm-hmm. i learned about this whole walk-on theme phenomenon with uh mm-hmm. with mma and how it's a little more nuanced a little more personal than uh than wwe so that's pretty yeah, cool a lot, it's a lot yeah it's, it's a whole different whole different ball game yeah but i we, we you know it's it's nice we we try to we try to reveal ourselves more in this show i think to one another and that's really all you can ask for from two podcast hosts cool yeah no this is a great one and uh, we'll get into our ending spiel in a moment but i did want to mention for those who might be interested we're trying a little podcast survey all right yeah Uh, i'm going to put a link in the show notes so if you go to the episode description you should find the link there just a few questions, and uh, we just want to get to know a little bit about you, what you like about the show, and if nothing else, uh, you get the opportunity to put in a little idea or a suggestion, you know, for a potential future episode segment. You know, no promises, but we'll certainly read and consider anything that comes our way. Just Thomas uh, will do everything you send him. He'll take on anything you send him. Trained monkey. 
whatever you want. If if you want to click on that, just uh, go let, let you know. Reach out to us. Uh, let us know uh, how you're liking the show so far. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us who you like better. You know, mm. that's all we want to know, mm. really. Um, but uh, that's what's going on with that. The losing my opinion podcast survey. Besides that, hey, as I always say, if you enjoyed this episode today, you can subscribe on wherever you listen so you never miss a future episode. You do always say that, yeah. You can follow Losing My Opinion on Instagram, TikTok, or fucking X. Uh, X. And that's never going to catch on. Like, that's still going to feel weird a year from now, I feel like. That, that branding <laughs> will just fail. Because so X.com ain't what you think it is. That's the problem. They're not going to... Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom, best video game soundtrack of all time. You might disagree. I could be wrong now. But I don't think so. That was a good one. Like that came from your stomach. <laughs> and I'll say, uh, I need to start playing video games again. You know, it's missing from my life. You don't need to. <laughs> you got I a need lot of to. shit going on. I, I need Make to. Make more songs. <laughs> Um, so long, suckers. We'll see you next week.